welcome to I'm Jealous, hosted by me, Vicki Cato. This podcast tells the story of my journey to finding myself and starting my business. Hi, hello, this is Vicki and you are listening to the I'm Jealous podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, on this week's episode, we are going to have a bit of a business update. I'm going to go over how things went with my photo shoot on the weekend, um, a lot to talk about there, and then also a little bit of a personal update in terms of my body and the issues that I've been having with it and kind of what I talked about in the last episode about wanting to gain more control over my body and how I feel about it and my plan for weight loss and all of that stuff. So just wanting to give a little bit of an update there too. Um, and yeah, I think that's basically it. But you know, this always goes off the rails. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, so I think first I want to start with the personal stuff. Um, so yeah, on the last episode, I had talked about my body and how kind of unhappy I had been feeling with it. I put on a lot of weight in the last little bit, and I just have not been feeling comfortable in my own body. Um, my clothes weren't really fitting the way that they should, and it's just been really hard for me to look at myself in the mirror. I mean, it's kind of always been hard for me to look at myself in the mirror, but it's just gotten to a point where it's like really bad, like really, really bad. So I definitely felt like I needed to do something about it. Obviously, ideally, I would do something in terms of like loving and accepting myself, but that I feel like <laughs> is an ongoing lifelong journey. So instead, I decided I was going to go on a diet and kind of get my weight um, under some sort of control. Um, and so I did. So I'm not sure if it was right before or right after I recorded that episode, I started on a diet and it was my first time so usually when I would go on diets it would be very like low calorie basically a starvation diet and I didn't want to do that this time around and yeah so I just didn't and so instead I tried keto and this was my first time trying the ketogenic diet which is basically low carb high fat and yeah it's been pretty good. So I've been on it for about two weeks now. I've lost about 10 pounds. So I am actually thinking, I think, yeah, right around 10 pounds. So I'm in the 170s now. I was close to 190. I wrote all of this shit down, but it's just, I, it doesn't stay in my mind for good reason. But I'm in the 170s now, which definitely feels a lot better for me. It feels a little bit more like I can be me a little bit more and not have my weight and how I feel about my body be like the first thing on my mind, which is good. So now that I'm kind of back in the 170s and I'm feeling a little bit less um, like disgusted with myself I guess <laughs> I have been able to kind of like think about other things and work on the business and just yeah feel generally better about 
myself, which I'm sure that's not a good thing. The fact that my weight correlates so strongly to my feelings about myself and self-worth and all of that stuff. But this has been a lifelong battle, so it's not going to change in two weeks. (laughs) Um, But in terms of the keto diet, I, I really, really have a sugar addiction. So I, prior to doing this keto diet, I don't think I've ever gone a day without eating some sort of sweet treat. So cookie, cake, candy, something like those are the things that are my go-to and it's like every day I would have a cookie and I, I didn't really think that it was that weird until like talking to some other people and they don't have like a piece of cake or a cupcake every day and I was like huh that's interesting interesting because yeah every single day I would have um because I love baking so I would always bake almost every weekend I would bake something like cinnamon buns or cupcakes or cookies or something and then I would take that to work every single day so I'd always have something sweet and then in the rare case where I didn't feel like baking anything on the weekend then I would buy a cake or cupcakes or something and yeah I would just always have oh or candy candy is another thing where it's like my husband will just buy me like a bag of dollar candies and I would just yeah eat a whole bag of candy so that's been something that I've just always kind of done and he's always teased me that I'm going to get diabetes which is not a joke but I really really have a problem with candy and with sweets and stuff so with the keto diet you have to limit like severely limit and restrict your carbohydrate intake and that a lot of that is coming from sugars um it's kind of a process, but basically any dietary fiber doesn't really count as carbs. So when you see the total carbs on a label, if there's like, say, 20 carbs in one slice of bread, but five grams of that um, comes from dietary fiber, then the net carbs would be 15 grams of carbs, which is a lot, um, considering that you're supposed to keep your total carbs for a day um, under 50 um, to be considered like on keto. So I've been trying really hard to stick to that, but I haven't been like doing all of the math and that type of thing. I've basically just been looking at labels and trying to stay away from things that have a whole bunch of carbs in them. And the good thing with keto is that there is a really huge community and there are a lot of really great recipes and meal plans and stuff like that for keto. So I've been able to really enjoy eating um, these last couple of weeks and still lose weight. A lot of the weight that you lose in the beginning, of course, is just water weight, which I mean, makes sense, um, but still feels good to feel lighter and to feel like my clothes fit me better. Um, So I feel like 10 pounds is nothing to kind of like shake a stick at. It's pretty decent for two weeks and I'm just hoping that I can you know lose another five to ten pounds in the next few weeks here but I also feel like one of the things that I've really come away with from just being on keto for the last couple of weeks is that my dependency on sugar is super unhealthy so I think in the past I I knew that it was unhealthy but I didn't really think it was that big a deal But then starting to read labels and seeing how many grams of sugar 
are in like a bag of candy or like a piece of white bread or all of that stuff. It's been pretty eye-opening. And so limiting my sugar intake, surprisingly, um, it's been actually really not easy, but I was really worried about the cravings. And I do still have cravings for like baked goodies. I love baking. It's one of the things that I truly, truly enjoy. I love baking and I love eating. So, but I was surprised that after the first couple of days of not having a ton of sugar, that I did kind of feel okay with it. Um, I was really worried at first that I was going to have a really hard time and that's what was going to be able to kind of make me get off track. But, you know, so far I've been pretty good. And I do feel like my, I haven't kicked my sugar habit altogether, but I have found ways to, like now when I eat um, like a bowl of fruit, it has a lot more sweetness to it. Like I can feel it more. It tastes better. Um, Yeah, just my sugar tolerance, which used to be super high, it's come down, which I've already noticed. So, and I have been able to bake some keto um, baked goods. So I just made brownies the other day and they turned out really, really well. It's a different consistency. And I've been noticing that with some other keto things. It's just like using almond flour instead of all-purpose flour um, is less carbs, no gluten. And it's just a different, it's just an entirely different thing. So once I kind of wrap my brain around the fact that it's not the same thing, I do feel like, you know, I've been able to enjoy those things that I've baked or that I've tried. So yeah, all in all, keto has been good. I'm going to try to continue this. And that was the other thing that I've kind of learned is that I don't want to be on a diet and then go off the diet and then binge and then feel awful and then do the same cycle over and over again which is what I've really been doing most of my life I did recently think that maybe I had gotten to a point where I'm just eating like a normal person but obviously that's not the case because I put on a whole bunch of weight likely from all of my sugar eating Um, but now I feel like being on keto and kind of like a low carb diet it does work for me Um, because there are a lot of things that I enjoy eating that don't necessarily have a bunch of carbs. So, and the things that like I'm learning how to kind of embrace some of the sugar-free stuff and they have really good options for low carb, you know, desserts and stuff like that. So I'm starting to really come around to the whole thing and I'm hoping that I'll be able to make this more of a long-term and sustainable um, eating style for myself. So still having some carbs sometimes, like not being as restrictive as I am right now, once I get to a place that I'm kind of happy with where I'm at, um, introducing some things back in and not feeling like guilty about it. Um, But I think overall, it will be important for me to be mindful of my carbs just so that I can kind of keep an eye out on how much sugar I'm having in a day because it's easy for me to go overboard with that. So I'm not typically the type of person who can just have like, you know, one cookie, like I'm going to have eight cookies. So 
I need to set up some sort of boundaries for myself so I don't overdo it. And I think having this type of, you know, lifestyle or way of eating is good for that. So I'm going to try to make this more of a lifestyle thing where I try my best to like limit carbs where I can, but not being super strict with it once I get to a weight that I'm kind of happy with. So I've still got another couple of weeks that I want to be really diligent about things. Um, But after that, I am going on a little road trip. And so I'm going to try my best to still keep my eating in line but we will see. I'm sorry that I'm going on and on about this diet thing, and I'm not sure if anyone's even interested in this, but I did just want to provide an update with kind of where things are at. I am doing something to get my body to where I want it to be. It has been working, and I'm going to try to keep doing it. So yeah, I think that's the update on that. So personally, in terms of my body, I have been feeling a little bit better about things, and Yeah, and I guess that's good because I've had a lot of other stuff going on with the business. So let's just jump into the business update. Okay, so in the last couple of weeks, there has been a lot going on. So I had my photo shoot scheduled for July 23rd. So in the last couple of weeks, I've just really been working on trying to finalize all of the pictures that I wanted to take, like the shot list and the outfits and the models and all of that stuff. And just doing all of that planning, which has been really challenging and stressful and all of that stuff. But we had the photo shoot and I'm very happy to say that it went really, really well. So I there were a few bumps along the road, a few big challenges that I was not expecting. And for as like for as negative as I can be sometimes, I also feel like I'm pretty positive. And I really truly sometimes really feel like oh, everything is going to be great, like absolutely perfect. And so when things start going wrong, it still does come as a shock to me sometimes where it's like, oh my God, I totally thought that everything was going to be perfect and it wasn't. So the first thing was my trousers did not get completed in time. So I was originally planning to do the photo shoot with my joggers, which is a more casual business type of uh, pant and I wanted that to be in two colors black and then raven which is like a gray green type of color and then I wanted my trousers um, also in black and then in gray so in the last because my fabric came late so I had to do more samples more adjustments and all of this stuff like just within the last couple of weeks and it really came down to the wire we made some style changes, design changes, and all of this stuff. And so my sample maker was able to do the final changes that I wanted, but she wasn't able to finish them all in all of the sizes or in both colors. So at the end of the day, I had the new style of trousers in only gray and in only a medium and an extra small. And then I had my old style of trousers in the black in a different fabric. So it was just one of those things where it was like, I am not going to cancel my photo shoot, but this is obviously something that's going to be challenging to like work around. So 
I was upset and disappointed and worried and everything, but I still just kind of was like, okay, I guess we're just going to do it. We're just going to go for it. So I went ahead with the photo shoot the night before I was up all night ironing and steaming pants and clothes and I brought way too many outfits because I wasn't sure what to bring and I just went overboard. I had like two full suitcases worth of stuff um, that I took with me to the studio. Oh, and (laughs) the studio was, um, I don't know if anyone's listening from Calgary, but it's right on Stephen Avenue. It's called Snap Photo. Um, They have a really nice studio space. The only problem is, is that it's on the second and third floor of this like heritage building. So they don't have an elevator. It's just very steep stairs all the way up. And so carrying in all of these like luggage, food, water, all of this stuff up these two flights of stairs was extremely tough. Um, So (laughs) I did fall up the stairs thank God, not down the stairs, but I definitely fell. It was quite embarrassing because people (laughs) people were there at the top of the stairs and they could see me falling up the stairs. So that was, that was a great way to start the, start the day. I mean, it's kind of classic. I'm not surprised that type of thing happens to me all the time. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, (laughs) the other thing that happened was like maybe two nights Maybe not even too nice. It's probably like the day before my photo shoot. I was on Instagram and I noticed that my photographer's Instagram page was completely gone. So that was also quite concerning, seeing as how we didn't have a signed contract. Um, I had already paid my 50% deposit up front. And so I was just like, oh my God, is this guy trying to like run away with my money? And I it's not even the money it's just like oh my god what am I gonna do with this photo shoot if I don't have this photographer and my photographer is wonderful and he was wonderful when I first met him he came really strongly referred and I he seemed to me to be a really great wonderful person but I often second guess my um sometimes I tend to really give people a lot of credit and I want to trust people maybe more than I should and so I was starting to feel really panicked about the fact that you know maybe I shouldn't have done that maybe I shouldn't have been so like oh I like this guy I feel like he's great and now I'm going for him even without a contract I just felt a little bit silly at that point like you know, you probably should have figured this stuff out ahead of time and not just trusted your gut so much. But I do tend to just like go with my heart and my gut. And if something feels right, or if someone is nice to me, then I just go with that. And I don't think that's the way to run a business. But I don't know, man, I'm just figuring all of this stuff out. So anyways, so we get to the photo studio. My sister's there with me. My best friend Janelle is there with me. We're getting everything set up. Um, my photographer messages me and is like, oh, I'm just running a little bit late. And so I was like, okay, thank God he's coming. He's just running a little bit late. He got there. He was maybe five minutes late, not even that. He was wonderful. He was ready to go. He was like helping with everything, choosing the background, choosing the lighting. He was just really great. And he had such a really like 
the reason why I felt comfortable with him from the beginning, it really showed up in the photo shoot. Like he's just such a nice, warm, calm type of person. And that was exactly what I needed. Like I really felt like I could talk to him and give feedback and say, hey, could we try this? Or hey, could we try that? And he was like being creative and like, oh, do this or do that and was giving really great direction to the models. Um, And yeah, it just went really, really well. We did have two models um, call sick, so they weren't able to come to the photo shoot. So at the time I was really like, panicked and worried about that like oh my god I'm not going to be able to have like all of the sizes that I wanted to show and you know I had everything planned for a certain number of models and all of this stuff and it wasn't going to be that way and so that kind of threw me for a loop but at the end of the day everything really happened the way that it was supposed to I don't think I feel like having more models would have been even more stressful because there were certain times when I was like, oh my God, I need to do this, get this person this, steam this, do that. And there was just a lot going on where I feel like adding to that would have been even tougher. Um, And the other thing too was originally I had planned to do four hours um, shooting in the studio space and then another hour or so outside. But we were able to, because we had um, a smaller number of models to get through, we were able to do everything, indoor photos and outside photos, all within the four-hour time frame. So we could leave all of our junk in the studio room, go down to Stephen Avenue, take some pictures outside, and then... Yeah, we it didn't feel super rushed, which was really nice. It gave me some breathing room. Um, I had a lot of things on my list of like, okay, you need to make sure that you get everybody to sign the waiver. You need to make sure to take everybody's measurements and do all of these things. And this is your shot list. Make sure you get all of these key shots. Um, but in the moment, it was really hard for me to stay on top of that stuff, even because I also wanted to um, record behind the scenes, like video footage of like what's going on. And I brought like a little stand to put my phone on so that it could like record while we were doing stuff. But I was just so all over the place that I couldn't really remember to do all of those things. And I was so in the moment too, where it was just like, yeah, there were a lot of things that I just wasn't really able to do. So yeah, it was just a lot to kind of try to keep on top of. Um, But yeah, everything went really, really well. And I saw some of the pictures while he was taking them. They all looked really great. And yeah, I'm just excited now to see the final pictures. It was when things started to kind of like go left and like I had my models not be able to make it and like staying up so late with like the ironing and stuff like that and then also not getting my trousers finished in time for the photo shoot as I was like thinking of all these things I did start to really feel terrible and I was really getting down on myself and like I have no business doing this and why am I doing this and you know I'm so stupid and all of these things, oh, you should have done this differently or this better. And I was just, yeah, really having a hard time and just getting really down on myself. So after the photo shoot, though, I felt so good. I really felt proud of myself. For for like the first time in a while, I really felt like, wow, 
this actually worked out. Like this thing that I've been planning for and really trying to do for a while, it's actually worked out and it really made me feel good. And so I was surprised at that because after the last photo shoot that I had, the mini photo shoot at the library um, in May, I remember feeling really terrible afterwards with like, oh, all of the things that I should have done differently and I, I did wrong and I forgot to do just all of it. I just felt really not good. But this time around, I feel like I really learned a lot from that first photo shoot in May that I was able to take to this photo shoot and feel a lot better about things. I was constantly adjusting the pants and making sure that, you know, they looked good and that they seemed like they were being photographed well. And yeah, I do feel like I did a better job than I did the first time around. Obviously, I feel like I still have a lot to learn and a ways to go, but that was one thing that I really did feel proud of myself for is that I did take everything that I learned from that first photo shoot and it made this one a lot better. Um, the only thing though, and this is more of a personal thing than like a business thing, um, is that I remember when we first started the photo shoot, like right away, um, Janelle goes to me like, oh, my mom just texted me to say like, have a good time at the photo shoot and like, good luck and all of this stuff. And I was, it was so sweet to hear her say that, like that she talked to her mom about the whole thing and that her mom was like wishing us luck. But at the same time, it was kind of like, like a gut punch because I was just like, oh, my mom didn't send me a text or anything to wish me luck or call me or anything or, you know, there wasn't any kind of like um, acknowledgement from her of like what I'm doing. And so that felt really disappointing. And then my dad, who I haven't seen or talked to in a really long time, obviously he has no idea what I'm doing with this business, but it just kind of made me feel like yeah, it would be nice to have that, um, have that kind of relationship or support or whatever, like from parents, like to maybe have a more traditional, you know, parent child relationship, which I don't have, and I don't think I've ever had. And so it just kind of brought up those feelings of like, you know, I guess loneliness that I have when I think about the current situation with my parents and the complicated dynamic that we have because I have always been the one like taking care of them it felt like and having to take care of myself and not ever really having anyone to take care of me or like you know help me get ready for school or check on my homework or like make sure I brush my teeth before going to bed or like you know, any of that stuff, we didn't really have it. So yeah, it kind of brought up those feelings of like, yeah, you don't have that. And so even after the photo shoot went super well, it's feeling really good. I was so exhausted. I came home and I passed right out like immediately, slept all night, woke up, um, took my dog on a long walk the next morning, which was great. Um, but then the next day, so Sunday, I 
I don't even know what triggered it, but I just said to like my husband because he he had been talking about maybe like getting me flowers or you know a card or something to kind of like you know congratulate me for the photo shoot but then when the day actually came he was like playing basketball with his buddies and didn't get me anything and so I it's not really the thing itself that I need it's just the like some sort of acknowledgement you know from someone for like a job well done and he and I have had these types of like discussions before and I've brought it up before because like for my university graduation I didn't get anything no card no flowers no gift no nothing you know for my CPA graduation it was the same thing um no one came to my university graduation so it was just like he was the only one there both of my parents were invited but they didn't come my brother and sister didn't come they were both working I mean of course I don't hold it against anybody but it just is like that feeling of like oh I'm alone like no one is here for me and so having this same thing happen where it was like you know kind of that same feeling of like you can try your hardest and do everything but at the end of the day like some of the people that you care the most about don't really care as much about you you know and so thankfully I have my sister and she like I told her the entire time at a certain point in the photo shoot I just gave her a big hug because I was just like she is like my security blanket like she her presence gives me strength she always says the right thing and knows how to like calm me down and make me happy and hype me up all at the same time and just thinking about what she's been able to give to me just with this business and with everything like with life I just always feel safe when she's around and I feel so lucky to have her but sometimes I just feel like that is a lot to um that's a lot for me to ask of her you know what I mean like she shouldn't be the only person in my family who who is responsible for giving that to me you know and I often feel like it's just her and that that can be tough because it's like, okay, she has her own shit going on. So I don't want to throw more on her. Right. And I can, and I do, but it would just be nice if we, if we had more support sometimes within our family. And, you know, we, I would say we almost a hundred percent don't have it with my dad. I mean, he's basically completely absent. Um, with my mom, she's always working. Um, she's always working and she's always been working for like our entire lives so she just also hasn't been very present and then when she is present she's just not the type of mom to be super like interested in you like I don't know how to explain it um and I I've brought this up with Janelle before too and this is the thing that for some reason it just really gets to me is like I don't think she knows where I work I don't think she knows my job title like those types of things where it's like does she know my address like probably not and we see each other regularly we talk and text regularly but there's just not like that type of relationship where it's like 
oh, we really know each other well. Like, you know, she knows my favorite color. She knows, you know, what my future plans are. Like, I don't know. I don't know if she really knows me very much as a person. And I don't know if I know her very much as a person either. You know, and I think that can be a little bit sad for me. And sometimes I'll spend time with my mother-in-law and her and I will like sit and chat. And it's just like, oh, I wish I could have these same types of chats with my mom. And I don't have that with her. So yeah, that can be, that can be hard. And like, it's not, it's not a similar thing with my brother. I don't know how to explain how it is with my brother. I think, I think I want more from him and I have a hard time kind of articulating exactly what it is I need. And I think I feel a little bit of fear in terms of whether or not he would be game to give it to me yeah so there's a I often feel like it's shaky with my brother like at any time he could kind of take his love away this sounds super serious but it's like this is just like you know it's been on my mind the last little bit and it's like with my sister I don't really ever feel that way like I don't Me and her, essentially her husband, me and her husband have, you know, butted heads before, have had issues before, and it's never really come in between her and I. Like, I just always feel like she will be there. Like, I I don't know. It's just a feeling of like, yeah, I just, no matter what, she will always be there. But I don't know. Sometimes with my brother, I wonder about that. And I think with my mom, I feel like she will always be there, but only in the capacity that she is capable of. And I and I think I just need more. And I don't think I'm ever going to get that. And so it's just super disappointing. And so when this whole photo shoot happened and, you know, I didn't get a call from my brother and I didn't get a call from my mom, it just felt like, yeah, a little disappointing. And then it made me think about like, you know, when I did graduate and my mom didn't come to my CPA graduation, neither did my dad. And like, you know, yeah, no one got me a card or flowers or anything like that. And it was just like, it's hard when you see other people who it's like, yeah, her whole family came to like cheer her on and got her flowers and you know got her a nice necklace or whatever you know and it's not even about the thing I don't know how to describe it because like my uh, love language has never really been gifts but I've noticed recently that I do enjoy giving gifts I do enjoy showing people that I care about them and sometimes that is easy to do with a physical thing even like nothing crazy expensive, like a, it's just something to show that, hey, I was thinking about you, so I got you this cupcake and like, hey, I saw this funny card and I just wanted you to have it, like that type of thing I really like. So now I'm thinking, well, maybe gifts is my love language. I don't know. Um, but yeah, 
oh, so then I cried. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's where I was going with this story. It's like, so for the first photo shoot in May, I cried. And I told myself this time around, as shit was starting to fall apart, I was like, Vic, just don't cry. Just don't cry. You got this. You can do this. You can make it through this. Just don't cry. Like that was just like my mantra was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And I was so proud of myself for not crying. So like I have things happen. I was like, okay, you know, we're going to deal with it. Sleep deprived, going to deal with it. I was just like, no, everything is fine. Everything is fine. And then it wasn't until the next day that I guess just this whole wave of emotions just came over me of like, yeah, feeling like disappointed in kind of myself and like my life and just, yeah. And everything just hit me of like, yeah, the you might never have that type of relationship with some of these people that you really love. Like my husband might never be the type of person to, you know, really do a solid congratulatory, um, you know, surprise or, you know, anything like that. Like that just might not happen. And not to say he does a lot of nice, wonderful things for me. And he's bought me flowers many times before. And he's, buying me things all the time that I don't really want him to do um but it's just for certain occasions for certain milestones it would be nice to have have someone do that you know and yeah it didn't happen and so that kind of was like a a little bit of a bummer on the whole photo shoot front but aside from that you know what friends everything was friggin' awesome Everything was really, really great. I can't wait to show you guys the pictures. I posted some pictures on Instagram of how things went during the photo shoot. And I'm going to hopefully send out uh, a newsletter sometime. I really want to do it before the end of July. So I'm hoping to do it hopefully this coming weekend. Send something out just to show some pictures. And hopefully my photographer will send me some sneak peek photos that I can share with you guys. Um, as part of the newsletter. Um, and yeah, hopefully we just go from there because once I have the images, I can launch my pre-sale. So I really need to start working on my Shopify site. That's going to be the next thing that's on my list of things to do. I'm hoping to start working on that this weekend too. I want to work on the Shopify site. I want to really start figuring out social media and how I can start growing um, my followers and just all of that stuff. I really, really need to work on marketing. Um, I was talking to my sample maker today and she was saying like 50% of what you spend in your business, you should be spending on marketing. You need to be getting people to know your name. And so originally I was thinking about doing markets and that was how I wanted to like get people to know about me and she was kind of like you know the the type of people that go to certain markets might not be the right demographic for you for your price point and stuff like that so you are going to have to think of other ways that you can um, connect with and find your target customer and she actually gave me some really good ideas in terms of like directly connecting with professional associations and like saying hey you know I'm a new brand I'm an accountant and I would love to provide you guys with a discount I can do the same thing with like teachers um, 
and yeah, just other professional organizations that I can reach out to and just tell them about me and then provide some sort of an incentive for sharing my information with, you know, their group of, uh, yeah, people. So I thought that was a really good tip. And, you know, maybe that's something that you can use in your business too. Um, I'm still trying to figure that stuff out. That's one of the biggest, um, I don't want to say, it probably is one of the biggest fears that I have is that I'm going to do all of this and create these pants that I really love and feel very proud of, but no one is going to know about me and then it just doesn't go anywhere. And then I just get discouraged and I give up. Um, the giving up thing hasn't gone away. I'll talk about that probably more next episode. But yeah, I've still been struggling with those feelings of like, yeah, what are you doing? Is this the right thing? Are you really the type of person who should be doing this? Like, yeah, all of those things. So I'm still trying to work through that and not the the potential that I won't be able to connect with customers is a very real fear and it is something that could seriously hold my business back and you know keep me from gaining the traction that I need and in which case this business doesn't get off the ground so I just really need to figure out some sort of a game plan there and I also need to figure out my budget to deal with it like how am I going to tackle it I think I'm going to do an episode on it. Yeah, probably um, the next episode is going to be all about that and kind of charting some path forward. Um, I've already overspent in every single way. Um, I was talking to my sample maker today about some of the changes and the production cost of everything and how I'm going to make this make sense financially. And I got some not really great, great news. So yeah, I've just got a lot of stuff on my mind that I need to work out prior to launching um so yeah we'll get into that more later oh thank you for listening if you've if you've hung out with me this entire time while I've been rambling on and on I really appreciate it thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week and I will be back in your ears hopefully on a brighter more happier you know getting back to that happy vibes um on the next episode I'm sure I will be Yeah, just a little bit in the feels this last little bit, but I'm going to be back at it feeling good. So stay tuned. I will also have a launch date soon, I'm sure. Um, And yeah, we will chat again soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. 